I'm Hulk again. <laughs> I'm having a stroke again. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, um, because nothing can ever work right for us ever. This is now the <laughs> second time that we're doing this fucking podcast. And the first time was going so well. So, so, so very well. <laughs> um, so we got through an hour of the podcast and then the power surged because we were doing it while it was storming and <laughs> it cut out and I was like, fuck this. I'm not doing it again. So here we are doing it again. Yep. <laughs> and it didn't save any of the audio, right? No. Nope. Okay. Nothing. So we're, we're watching again from the beginning. Yes. From the beginning. Time. Part six. So, no, H2O. no, no, H2O. We're watching Halloween H2O this time. Um, so, without any further ado do that scared me, uh, we're going to hit play. <laughs> oh, uh, we're watching on Amazon Prime. So, wherever you guys are watching, whatever, I don't care. I just like to tell you where we are. So, if you have deleted scenes or some fucking bullshit, I don't know. Anyway, yes. play now. Boom 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 boom. That was pretty spot on for the Miramax theme. And I don't care what you say, Mike. Yeah, okay. I thought you were doing Mr. Sandman. You don't Look at all those bum bums. Look at all the bum bums. Bum 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 bum. So very many bum bums. So many bum bums. Bobby bum bum. Alright, so let's fucking pause that shit. Or pause at 27 seconds, because we did this last time. The fucking movie starts off, and you get the the big kitchen knife jamming into a pumpkin, and then it pans out, and it's just mom carving a pumpkin. But nobody carves a pumpkin like that. Look at her face. Oh, yeah. It's ah. like orgasmic pumpkin carving. Yeah. Whore. Whoregasmic. Mm. So, that was the first thing. We spoke about that a little bit more last time that we did this recording, but man, I really don't want to have to fucking say the same goddamn sentences again because that shit pisses me off. Anyway, let's You're hit play. Have to. 27 seconds. You shut your whore mouth, Michael. Play <laughs> now. There we go. I love the skeletons hanging all over there. Yes. And a typical 90s car drives up. Langdon, Illinois. Yep. Illinois. 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 Look at that Noiz. hatchback. <laughs> yes. It was all the rage in the 90s, man. Everybody had hatchbacks yeah. back then. My parents had a hatchback. Yeah, my brother. Was a hatchback? Yes. A hunchback, rather. Sorry. Oh, the, <laughs> the hatchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> slightly different. <laughs> um, so this nurse is the same nurse from part one and two. We said that last time. God, I feel like we've been here before. Michael. <laughs> Michael, you're repeating yourself, Michael. Michael, <laughs> Michael, Michael, Michael. <laughs> so she, she lives at 4946 Langdon Road, Langdon, Langdon, Bruce Langdon, Bruce Campbell, Campbell Soup. Evil Dead. Yes. So uh, she sees that somebody's broken into her house. She goes across the street. I really like the dummy that's up on the roof. Yeah, so do I. That's great. That's pretty cool. And then there's, what's his name? Butterball? 
<laughs> yep. Right? Is that his name? That's his name, Butterball. So Butterball, there's a Butterball mask in the back, which is from uh, Hellraiser. Hellraiser, correct? yep. Yeah. And so then she... uh, there's Jason. <laughs> Wrong movie. Oh, yeah. So Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's. This was you said this was his first movie. Uh, I don't know. Oh, gotcha. I, I said that. I don't I know if that's say, true or not. Gotcha. But uh, I think w- he was on Third Rock from the Sun prior to this. Yeah, he probably did stuff. Yeah, but we we mentioned last time that the hockey mask being the reference to Jason because the director also directed two of the Friday the Thirteenth movies. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because this was directed by Steve Miner. Yeah, minor. Uh, I hardly know her. <laughs> right, dude. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, minor did part two and three. So he did the movie where Jason gets his hockey mask. Yep. And obviously, uh, Friday. Um, the fuck is uh, Jesus Christ? The writer oh, for. Uh, oh. oh. <laughs> The writer for the original Friday the 13th. Cunningham? Victor, Vic, no, Victor Miller. Yo, Cunningham yeah. directed. Cunningham directed. Victor um, Cunningham. Yes, Cunningham. Richie Cunningham. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, no, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ron Howard. Victor Miller wrote the script for Friday the 13th based off of Halloween, the original, 78. Yeah. He watched that and was like, okay, so this is what this is the kind of movie we're going to make? Okay. He used that as his model. You can't go wrong. Very true. So, so he's, uh, he's exploring the house now as it rapidly gets dark outside. Rapidly. It's still light outside, though, because like, if you look down the hall, you see sun being cast in on the... Like, look at the windows. Yeah, it is light out. Yeah. Yep. But by the time he goes into the kitchen, it's, it's 1130 at night. Yep. At least. <laughs> Ooh, shit. Ooh, shit. So there's the study all messed up. Yep. Look at the size of that bar with a telephone on top of it. Yep. And he's like, I'll just steal some. Who has a plate of fucking cookies? <laughs> She's waiting for Santa Claus. Yeah. Who the fuck does that? I don't know anybody that does that. There's like nothing in her refrigerator. She's got like beer, eggs, yeah, let's, and juice. On. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was going to say we should pause it, but yeah. Yeah, it was. I think there was like a thing of baloney. Yeah. And he freaks out. The ironing board opens and he attacks the pots and pans. <laughs> That's what I do, at least. Oh, yeah. Natural reaction. And now it's pitch blackout. Yep. Nothing the to coast fear. Is clear. The coast is clear. <laughs> she's, she's still smoking her cigarette. <laughs> Probably her fourth one. <laughs> She's, She's a sucked chain down smoker. A, sucked down a pack and a half. <laughs> I well, last time that we did this, I said Jamie Kennedy, and that's not Jamie Kennedy, but he's like the Dollar General version of Jamie Kennedy. Mm-hmm. So she goes so, back yeah, in to the house. Go. And the power is out. A fuse, fuse is, out. is out. I find it interesting that he didn't try to turn the fucking lights on. Yeah. He just yeah, wandered, he just wandered the around house in the dark. dark. 
And the, yeah, dude, score, you got bear, dude. <laughs> now, if that were me and my house had been broken into and the cops had been called, I'd probably just wait outside until they got there. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't go inside. I'm like, okay, like, I'll just wait for the police. Because there could be, like, evidence and stuff that they need to go in and look at. There could also have been, like, it, just because the 16-year-old next door was like, I didn't see anything. But, like, they, somebody could still be in the fucking house. Oh, yeah. Which, I mean, there is, but, like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't go just based on Sam Loomis's picture laying down on the table. Of course. But, uh, that's the funny thing, the, uh, the picture of Sam. So, so it's her office and she has a picture of Sam and it looks like a still shot from the first movie. It's not like a nice picture of Sam. It's, it's not like him receiving an award for, or anything. It's like, he looks like he would have been talking to the police. He's all pissed off. Yeah. There's baggy Michael. Sagging, bagging Michael Myers. (laughs) What, what did what, we call him? What character is that? What, Sagan Baggin? Sagan Baggin. It's from all that. It was a Keenan character. Oh, yeah. It was... Isn't he like a, a Fat Albert knockoff? Kind of, yeah. Sagan Baggin Barry or something? Was that it? <laughs> Baggin Sagan Barry? Something I'm going like to look that. it up. I'm looking oh, it up, too. <laughs> Screw the movie. Yeah, exactly. All that, All that is... Bag and sag and bury. Okay, yeah. Yep. Bag and sag and. <laughs> but yeah, it was Keenan. So anyway, she. <laughs> sorry, we were watching Halloween H two O here. Um, she runs next door, back to Jimmy's house. Jimmy's dead with a skate jammed through his head. Great kill. Oh Great yeah. Great fucking kill. Very Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, one hundred percent. And uh, and then uh, Dollar General Jamie Kennedy has a kitchen knife in his back. Yep. And there's Michael Myers. And that mask is that mask was really good. That looked like the part six mask. Yeah, that that angle of him there looking up mm-hmm. was a was a good mask. Yep. But I think he changes out of it fairly quickly. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um she's watching just for anybody that doesn't know, she's watching Plan Nine from or not she, Jimmy was watching Plan Nine from Outer Space. Yeah. That's what was on the the television. We'll have to do that movie at some point. Oh, yes. We'll do a couple Ed Woods. Yeah. That and uh, Glenn or Glenda, Bride of the Monster. Mm. Sorry, we're watching Halloween H2O. (laughs) (laughs) The police just showed up. And she's beating Michael with a a fire poker. Fire poker. Yep. And then he slits her throat. And... uh, I had always said I, I liked that scene. Um, like the police show up and she's inside the, the house being, you know, frantically trying to get their attention and they don't see it. And then they go inside and that's when she's able to break the window and she goes to scream and Michael slits her throat. It's kind of like Halloween 2 when uh, Lori's laying in the parking lot of the hospital. Yes, yes. And loomis and the marshal that he's taken hostage and the nurse and that nurse go into the hospital and she can't get the scream to come out until after the door is closed behind them so sam died a few years ago at this point i like how (laughs) 
what's what's so ridiculous is that explanation they're like so whose house was this anyway marion whitaker she was a, a nurse for sam loomis you know that shrink who died a few years ago like mm-hmm. wouldn't you just be like oh marion whitaker nurse at haddonfield memorial or langdon memorial can, yeah i wouldn't be like oh yeah she's a nurse and she was the caretaker of some of the that died <laughs> yeah they go into a lot of detail yeah, well, they have to sum it up for you because yeah. apparently everybody's fucking stupid. So Sam's got this whole room of Michael Myers stuff. Yes. And that's that's how we get into the uh, the opening credits. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, when we were talking before... Uh, so this movie is uh, a direct sequel to Halloween Part 2. Yeah. It, it negates uh, 4, 5, and 6 as ever happening. Right. However, there are the the scissors that we were talking about. Mm-hmm. So originally, the uh, the newspaper clippings had stuff from... Four, five, and six as well, correct? Yeah. There's that same picture of Sam. Yep. So let's pause here. We'll just talk about this for a little bit. It's 1123 we're paused at. Um, so it had newspaper clippings from four, five, and six. And they were all taken out um, except for a pair of bloody scissors. That was never cut. And right. it's shown here. However, <laughs> Myers doesn't kill anybody with scissors. Nobody dies from scissors in Halloween one, two or Michael's Michael killing his sister back in what was that? 63. Mm-hmm. So nobody dies from the scissors. However, uh, Jamie Lloyd in part four, right? Mm-hmm. The end of four, the end of four. Yep. She stabs her mother with the scissors. And then in part five, Mike, Michael kills Rachel with the scissors. So, so the scissors are obviously a uh, a four, five, and six, right piece. Yep, that was one that was left in. Yep, and uh, and then we were also this movie was made uh, after Donald Pleasance had died, mm-hmm. and they couldn't get. We're reading uh, little factoids. They couldn't get the unmixed. Uh, audio from the 78 movie of of this monologue that he gives so they had a i forget who but they had a voice actor some voice it. actor did it yeah yep to try to mimic uh donald pleasance's voice so we're gonna hit play now and we can listen to that mimic uh play at uh, 11 23 now Lori Strode, sole survivor of October mass murders. Janet Lee is Norma. Norma. Children found brutally murdered on Halloween. I like how Loomis has this map with all these fucking thumbtacks in it. I know. <laughs> like he's he's tracking Myers all the way across the country. Yeah, I don't know why you would track him across the country when it happened in the same town. Yeah. Like, all right, well, 
he he committed these atrocities in Haddonfield. Then he broke out of Smith's Grove Sanitarium and went back to Haddonfield. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, the voice acting is awful. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't sound anything like Donald Pleasance. I like how they have, like, a police artist's drawing of Michael, but it's <laughs> just the mask. Yeah. Yeah. This is what he looks like. like Have oh, okay, you seen cool. this man? Uh, I've seen about nine of them at Walmart <laughs> because they're on the shelf. <laughs> yeah, and what's what's so ridiculous is that's the artist rendering. There's the scissors. Yep. So, oh, class of seventy eight. Class of seventy eight. So we're paused at exactly thirteen minutes. Mike, point that out. All right, so there's a yearbook picture of Lori, and uh, next to her is Jay Stewart. That's it. That's so it. We're gonna... <laughs> <laughs> a, it says class of 78 above her picture, um, which implies that she graduated in 78. But that can't be because the original Halloween takes place in the fall of 78, and she's still in high school. So she couldn't have graduated in 78. She had to have graduated in either 79, 80, or 81. Correct, yeah. Yeah, The earliest that she could have graduated, based on the movie, is 79. Right, if If she she was was a senior senior in the fall of 78. Correct. Yep. Yeah, so, all right, let's, uh, we'll hit play. Jay Stewart. Play now. Um... What I find interesting that you brought up the police sketch. Yeah. Michael Myers isn't unknown. Like, right. he was at Smith's Grove for 15 fucking years. Mm-hmm. It's not like people don't know who Michael Myers is. Right. Like, so I don't know why the, the, the sketch would be the pale white face. You'd think it would be the sketch of, like, you know, actually Michael fucking Myers. Right. They must have had some picture of him from before of he course, broke out. Of course, I'm sure. Like, yeah, in his, in his file. Like, I, I work in healthcare, and every, everybody that comes to the facility, like, it, their picture gets taken. It gets uploaded into the computer, uh, like, for their charting and everything. So, yeah, it's it's right there. I'm yeah. not saying that they were doing that in the fucking 60s and 70s, but I'm sure that, you know. There's a picture of him somewhere. Somewhere. Even doing, like, arts and crafts or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or even Sam, who's like, I was his doctor for 15 years. I'm sure Sam could give a pretty good description to a police sketch artist. Right. Unless that was what Sam described. It was pale, expressionless face, his black eyes. Like, That's all really he ever described him as. <laughs> so, uh, so the movie kicks in. Uh, we were walked through the school. Yep. Knife stabbed in Lori's son's picture and Lori Strode written on the chalkboard. And it was all just a bad dream. Yeah, now we have Lori waking up 20 years after part two. Yes, Carrie, not Lori. Carrie, Carrie, Lorkery. 
Lord Perry. Uh, I never, I never caught it. It's very interesting that not interesting. It's cool. Lori has a scar on her left bicep. I just caught it for the first time. Oh, here. I never noticed that. Yep. Yep. Which obviously is, you know, the the throwback to when she gets stabbed yeah. in the original. Yep. So she's on a lot of medication, and she has a son. Yes. Who doesn't know how to cut his hair or right. know a good barber? And there, we're in Summer Glen, California. At the Hillcrest Academy High School, established in 1922. And my God, it's October 31st. Once again. Who would have guessed? Boy making toast. <laughs> why, didn't they, why didn't they put his name as the subtitle? It's a boy making toast. <laughs> There's some life on the counter there and a Folgers. giant thing of Folgers. Oh, yeah. What else? We got fruit basket on top of the fridge and pineapple. Yes. Ooh. She's a swinger. She's a swinger. <laughs> that dirty, dirty bitch. <laughs> and her fruit magnets. Oh. What a whore. So uh he wants to go uh he wants to go on the trip to Yosemite. Yep. And Lori doesn't want him to go because, you know, he's gonna get butchered by his uncle. Yes. Uncle his Mike. Uncle, uncle his Mike. Munkle. <laughs> Munkle. Don't call me Munkle, dummy. <laughs> um. So I gotta turn this up a little bit. I can't fucking hear it. Yeah, okay. she doesn't want him to go camping, and he's pissed because he wants to go. Correct. <laughs> I know today is the day. I hadn't noticed. You're a liar. <laughs> You fucking bitch. So you get some you get some tension there between you you're led to believe that Lori has been just overbearing her entire fucking life. Yeah. Yep, she's still traumatized from Having and to watch Halloween so. six yeah. all those times. Yes, yes. I was just thinking that, like, how she reacts in this, and then how she reacts in the new one in uh, the, the Halloween two thousand eighteen. Yeah. And I stopped thinking about how she reacted, and I was like, <laughs> Lori has had three different children. She yes. had she had Jamie Lloyd, and she's got this boy, and then she's got a different daughter in the new one. In the new one, yeah. Her her reaction to the trauma is very different too. Yes. Well, like, she's still in, an alcoholic in the 2018 one, too. Right. That that's the same. But in this yep. one, she yeah, she's an alcoholic, but she fakes her death, changes her name, and moves to California. Correct. In, and in the other one, the she newest stays. One, she she stays and builds a 
survivalist house. house. Yeah. yeah, out yeah, in the middle of the woods. House. Right. <laughs> so I'm going to pull up some trivia here for these dead spots in the movie. So now we're introduced to his friends and obviously his girlfriend, I'm assuming. Unless that's he just his, goes that's around. His sister. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> that's how I kiss my sister. <laughs> oh, and here is the. Uh, Here's the little girl and the mom driving. <laughs> what is it, Mike? A fifty-six. That is. I, I remember that you uh, looked at a nineteen fifty-six yep. International Harvester Travelall. Of course, because that's what that woman would be driving. <laughs> of course, naturally. What a, I mean that that's like a. It looks like a mail truck. Is, and then she and might then, as well have just pulled up in the truck from Jeepers Creepers. Correct. <laughs> I love that truck, by the way. Oh, it's great. That was uh, <laughs> it was it was modeled after the truck from the movie Duel. Oh, okay. Uh, if you've if anybody out there has not seen Duel, it is so fucking worth it. Yeah, Duel's so, really good. Oh, it was a, a made-for-TV movie from Steven Spielberg. I didn't know it was made-for-TV, but I know that it mm-hmm. was obvious. I knew it was Spielberg. I think it was Spielberg's first movie. Uh, I believe so. His first, like, major picture. Okay. Not including, yeah. like, little shit. Right, right. So, Mom goes to the most desolate uh, rest stop ever. There's no parking lot. There's no driveway up to it. It's a dirt road. Yep, and the uh, the ladies' room is locked. Yep. So they have to use the boys' room. The men's room. But it's 2020 now, so. It doesn't matter. She can use any restroom she wants and claim to be any gender she wants. It's very true. Here's some tissues. Casey, take the damn tissues, Lonnie. <laughs> Lonnie. What I don't understand, if mom didn't have to go to the bathroom, why did mom go into another stall? I guess she's I, trying She's trying to pee. Like, I wouldn't do that. If my kid had to go to the bathroom, I, I'd put my kid in the stall, and I would either A, be in the stall with my child, or B, standing against the door. <laughs> Yeah. Like, okay, I would really not want somebody to walk in on my fucking kid. Yeah. Lonnie, wipe your ass, Lonnie. So Myers took the took her purse. Of course. He needed lipstick. He needed a tampon. Yeah. <laughs> And she's like, oh, thank God. I like how Myers, like, threw everything from the purse. The keys were right on top. I know. He, like, but he, like, rummaged and, like, ah, throw this and throw this. Like, there's mail. A he left a, he left a trail. <laughs> yeah, to the bag. Yeah. And then, like, oh, there's the keys. Like, I don't know. The keys were right on top. Yeah. So I, I know we didn't mention it. At the beginning, we saw Laurie Strode's folder, file folder, was empty at the nurse's house. So that's yes. how Michael knows where she is. 
and that's where he's heading. That's great that you know that the that the the wait that was the nurse's house, right? Yes. So why did the oh because because Loomis Loomis lived there. That's it. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm curious. How long does it take to drive from Illinois to California? Um, let's, uh, we're going to figure it out. Because Michael left Illinois on the night of the 29th. Okay. And it's now the 31st, and he's arriving in California. Uh, where, where, did, where were we going? What was it? Where are we going? No, where where was uh where in California? Oh, uh I don't know. I forget what the hell they said. Glen something. It it's Glenn? probably a fictional town. Correct. So if we just go state to state, you got one day, seven hours. Okay, so he could make it. Yeah. That's center center of state to center state. Yeah, it's not not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. Um, so you get the scene there. Uh, Lori was talking to her secretary, who was being annoying, and the what's he Mike? The guidance he's counselor. The, yeah, he's the guidance counselor. You find out that her and the guidance counselor are a thing. Yep. I'm, I've never paid attention to the posters. By her, uh, by her secretary. No, me either. I should have. I should have paused it there just to see if there's anything interesting. So, anyway, so now we know that she is romantically involved with the guidance counselor, and now enters LL Cool J. <laughs> the, Great uh, character. The Great character. Erotic fiction writer. Yes. Round melon breast. Melons. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's got to be descriptive, baby. <laughs> People like to read descriptive adjectives. <laughs> so He's a great was, character. Oh, yeah. This was the late 90s where, obviously, anybody that remembers the late 90s remembers that LL Cool J was in so many things back then. He was, yep. he was, uh, he was definitely flavor of the month in the late 90s, mid to late yep. 90s. Yeah. Fuck me shit. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, fuck me shit. (laughs) So, uh, Jamie's son and his buddy are trying to convince LL Cool J, the security guard, to let them out. Yes. Because it's it's a gated school. They want to go buy a present and shoplift alcohol. Nope, can't do it. <laughs> Have I a love heart. That. Nope, nope. <laughs> they have no other way of getting out. Like I they have like... to, they have to convince the guard yeah. to open the gate. Like it's not a like a high security prison. Like there's, no, not there's barbed no barbed wire. Bar- along that's it. I was using, there's no barbed wire fence or like just fucking jump it. 
Yeah, I'm sure they could just, get over that or get over I'm, a wall somewhere else. Get over a wall, yeah. That like the walls don't look to be like there's a bench. There was a bench next to one of the walls, and I'm like, I bet you could probably muscle yourself up and over. Yeah. Francisco's custom tees. Of course. It's so weird, and and I know like that these places exist in every state, you know, across the United States. But, like, I think of California, and I immediately think of L.A. I don't think of, like, California like this. Mm-hmm. You know, like, which, I mean, I'm not saying that, like, oh, yeah, you're, this isn't California. It's just one of those things that, I don't know, to me just doesn't strike me as California, but right. it is. And obviously the original the, one was shot in California. Right. And, and people think the picking. same thing about New York, too. Oh, yeah. You know, a yeah, lot no, of movies that are filmed from in New York. upstate like, New York. Yeah. You know, the people always just think of New York City. Correct. And I hate the motherfuckers that are like, oh, you mean upstate New York as anything outside of the city. Like, they're like, oh, Orange County. Yeah, that's upstate. No, it isn't, motherfucker. You know what's upstate? <laughs> Buffalo. And Albany and Rochester. <laughs> yeah, those are upstate. You cock. Actually, Rochester's more uh, western state. Listen, buddy. <laughs> Shut your fucking whore mouth. <laughs> I'm a counselor. I'm attracted to it. <laughs> I'd love to ask a counselor if that's true. Are you yeah. are you sexually attracted to crazy people? <laughs> I feel like it wouldn't be a good job to be a counselor then because you would just want to fuck all of your patients. Yeah. Even if they're like eight-year-olds. Yeah. So he's trying to... He's trying to help Lori out with her uh, her problems because he doesn't... He doesn't know... Correct. Right. Yeah. He doesn't know who she is, and he's yeah, he, trying to he's trying to get it out of her. Yeah. Like, hey, just talk to me about whatever's bothering you. And she's like, oh, there's a backstory. Mm-hmm. And now she goes through the listing everything that she tried to do. Yeah. <laughs> I tried shrinks and meditation and drugs. What could you do? I can listen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> listening. I've never fucking tried that one before. That must be it. That's the key. <laughs> so, uh, some uh, little trivia here. Even after 20 years, Jamie Lee Curtis said that seeing Michael Myers on set still scared her. Mm-hmm. Here's so, her, uh, her drinking yeah, her. problem oh, yeah. at work. <laughs> Sucking down her Chardonnay. Yeah. I like how there's just kids outside in costumes, like, running around. Yeah. Wrestling with each other. Yeah. It's just very weird. Like, smashes into the fucking storefront window. Yeah. She's also, like, screaming, but, like, playing around, and I'm like... I don't know. 
I don't think anybody would do that. You would get caught off guard. You'd get scared once, but mm-hmm. like you wouldn't get like slammed into a window but ah, and then go to the car and he pretends to kill you like ah, and you run away screaming like, "Are you in a movie?" I'm yeah. literally yes, you are. But you are. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, oh boy! I love I love uh, her reaction after yeah. the friend walks away. Like, cause she's all calm right now. Yeah. She's, she's calm, but like condescending. Right. And then she tells Charlie to go get in the truck and then she just snaps. <laughs> yeah. And then she loses her mind. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and I like, I like the way that she talks. It's very real. Yeah. Like when he's like, Oh, we just went for some off campus lunch. You don't get off campus lunch, John. Like, just very... Yeah, it's I know, it's a very good scene. I really it's very like believable. <laughs> yeah. And you get the people walking by staring at them. They're like, oh, God. And she, like, looks down. I even like, like, when, when Josh Hartnett yells at her, his voice cracks. Yeah, yep. Which... To me, like that's that's that that fucking happens when you get fucking excited and you yell and your voice breaks a little. Right. Oh, here you oh that's the part this is part two. Yeah. That was it, yeah. Because we had we had spoke about that. Yeah, she says she didn't stay to see his ashes. Not anymore. What are you going to do? You're 17. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah you, you don't really get to have that choice yet. You still have one more year. Yeah. So uh, LL Cool J's in this movie, and LL Cool J had said he has always been a fan of the Halloween movies. His mother took him to see the original when he was just nine years old. That's cool. Um, and then we just saw, obviously, when um, Lori pulls away with her uh, her GMC Jimmy. Um, <laughs> oh, there's Myers pulls up behind them. And when when he pulled away, you saw Myers in town. Right. Yep. What I find very interesting is, as alert as Lori is, she doesn't look in her rearview mirror at that creepy truck. Right, that's that's not a truck that blends in. Yeah. <laughs> like that's something that you would notice driving around. Yeah, like what the fuck is that? Wow, Ronnie, you're really fucking up. John Carpenter was originally in negotiations to be the director since Jamie Lee Curtis wanted to reunite the cast and crew of the original. It was believed Carpenter opted out because he wanted no active part in the sequel. However, this is not the case. He had agreed to direct the movie, but his starting fee as a director was $10 million and he wanted a three-picture deal with Dimension. 
Carpenter rationalized this by saying the hefty fee was compensation for revenue he never received from the original 78, a matter that was still a point of contention between Carpenter and producer Mustafa Akkad even after 20 years had passed. When Akkad and Dimension Films' Weinstein brothers balked, uh, balked at Carpenter's demands, he walked away from the project. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. Wow, that's a hefty... Ten million. Pay me ten million. Yeah. Well, I guess to get him on yeah. a on a Halloween movie. Yeah. And I mean if that's it, if he didn't get fucking royalties and stuff from from previous shit. Yeah. Like, well, you guys have been running the Michael Myers name for the last twenty fucking years, so I want some fucking money. Yeah. All right, so uh, the the girlfriend. Yeah, I don't even think we got her name. <laughs> Molly? Is that it? I think her name's Molly. She found a treasure map. Is that the one to get to Blackbeard's treasure? Or? Yeah, yeah oh, Blackbeard's okay. pumpkin. Yes, the black pumpkin. Yeah. The bearded pumpkin beard. Pumpkin. <laughs> So she's walking through the bowels of the, the building. Yeah. It's such a weird scene. Like, it's just like a cavernous basement. I don't know how they have access to that. Yeah. It's just, I, I don't know. There's certain things that, like, as a kid, I there was just, like, why is that there? Why is there, like, a kitchen? There's a couch, a kitchen table. Like, yeah, does somebody hang out down here? Yeah, what is that room? <clears throat> because it looks like it's just a dumpy ass storage room. Yeah. But if it Unless is Unless he arranged it, I don't know. Well, that's it. If he arranged it, like where did you get the furniture from? Yeah. So they're going to have a Halloween party. All right, so anyway, sorry, I was uh, conducting business, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so we have a very boring, nothing going on scene there. And now we're in the classroom. And this is a throwback to the 78 when yep. Lori's in the classroom. Right. And uh, they're talking about Frankenstein here. Yeah. Yeah, they read Frankenstein. It's Frankenstein, which is a nod to uh, young Frankenstein. Yeah. Frankenstein. And then she looks out the window and sees Michael, just like Jamie does. Yep. Or Lori. Lori. Carrie. Carrie, Jamie. A little of this, a little of that. Yeah. Um, the original working title for this film was Halloween 7, The Revenge of Laurie Strode. A clear pun on Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers. Oh. it's interesting. I'm glad they didn't go with that. Yes. 
it was fate. And when, when she says fate, it clicks on her because that's what she's talking about in 78. Right. That you can't escape fate. Yep. Oh, go to the oh, front it. of the class, John. That's it, John. And she changed her mind, and she's going to let him go to Yosemite. That's it. But he doesn't want to go to Yosemite anymore because his girlfriend's not going. <laughs> Correct. So the whole thing, the entire thing that we had to be a dickhole about now doesn't doesn't matter. Yep. And she's trying to make progress. Correct. She thinks if she lets him go, she'll start to get better. Correct. Yeah. To, you know, well, it's been 17 years and nothing's happened. So, you know, maybe I need to loosen the reins a little bit. And uh, what's, what's interesting is that she, she's trying to keep him with her to keep him safe. Mm -hmm. And that's why she doesn't want him to go on the trip to begin with. Um, those old ass buses. <laughs> the but, writing's wearing off. <laughs> ironically, her, her letting him go would have actually saved him. Right. And, yep. uh, yeah, there's, we just had a shot of the fucking school buses and the buses are old as fuck. They're mismatched. And what did you read about them, Mike? The, uh, the, the movie company got these like on discount <laughs> and they didn't have any seats in them. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even bother painting them or anything. No, they're like they a whole bunch of different buses from different makes and different years, different yeah. colors. And like, I mean, the least you could have done was like stenciled on Hillcrest Academy on it. Yeah. Something. Come on. Yeah. All right, so here's our our big scene oh. with uh, Janet Lee. Janet Lee. So, to those who don't know, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, obviously, and and the older woman here, Janet Lee. The old the Jamie, older woman is Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter. Yes, Jamie Lee Curtis went back in time, impregnated <laughs> herself with herself, <laughs> and gave birth to this old woman. <laughs> it's like Benjamin Button. <laughs> So in real life, uh, Janet Lee is Jamie Lee Curtis's mother. So it's it's a, a mom and daughter scene here. Uh, Janet Lee played Marion Crane in the original Psycho. Yep. And if you listen, you can hear the Psycho music playing. As and she walks the car, to the car from yep, Psycho. From Psycho, and the license plate says NFB, which is the initials of Norman. I don't even know what his middle name is. Francis? Finkel. Norman Finkelstein Bates. <laughs> um, and there's there's like some, some cute stuff there that she says, uh, she says to Jamie Lee Curtis, if I can be maternal for a moment. Yep. You know, is obviously a nod because she is her mother. Yep. And then she, she says, says something uh, else. Uh, what's she say? We've all, all had have... bad things happen to us. That's right. <laughs> they sp they spray painted out something. Something that's on that bus. It was yeah. probably a company name. <laughs> yeah. 
budget transportation or something. Yeah, look at that. God. <laughs> and there's Michael. I don't know why he was waiting for the buses to leave or how he even knew that was going to take place. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, oh, here, interesting. When we were just watching the beginning and I had said about the mask, I was like, wow, that looks like it was from part six. Mm -hmm. um, one of the masks used from Halloween, Curse of Michael Myers, part six, was used for the first scene appearance of Michael Myers. <laughs> Wow, okay. It was used during his attack on Marion, but all of this, all of his later appearances feature a new mask sculpted for this film. They'd shot the sequence while the studio went back and forth on which mask they preferred. Clark actually owns the mask in question now. Oh, okay. So that was. So that very first appearance is the part six mask. Okay. Well, that explains it. We should have just... You should have just kept using the part six mask. Yeah. And then at whatever time we're at right now, it happens at 58-something. We're uh, 44-15. Okay. The 58 mark is... When the, we the see CG. the CGI mask. Right. So now we're going to play at 44-15 now. All right. So he spotted this creepy truck outside. And he opens the gate. Myers somehow parks perfectly, the perfect distance away. So that the gate doesn't hit it. <laughs> yeah. Ronnie looks into the car. Michael just walks past him, behind him. Somebody parked this antique vehicle outside the gate. <laughs> and that's it. He just like, all right, well, that's strange. Looks like I'll go back inside. Yeah. I find it strange that Michael doesn't kill him. Yeah. Yeah, very odd. <clears throat> You'd think like, because Michael usually takes out the people who are going to be the biggest threat to him. Oh, of course. Yeah. Like in, in part two, he takes out the security guard at the hospital. Yeah. Really before he does anything. Yeah, anybody that he comes in contact with is basic he he basically knows that like, well, I can't have you saying anything. Yeah. And you know, the first person he encounters while going into the school is Security really guard. the only defense for the whole place. But yeah. he decides not to do anything about him. It's also very interesting that Michael steps in front of the window to look at Ronnie, and then Ronnie goes to turn, and Michael steps back out of the way. Like, mm -hmm. just doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. Why, why would you do that? He steps in front of the window a few times. Does he? he yeah, he doesn't do anything to him though. Like you no. think if if Michael's not going to do anything, he would just leave. Continue walking. Like yeah, whatever. I'm not going to kill you, so I'm. Couldn't even bother. Yeah. There's the paper skeleton. Oh, yeah. Part six. Yep. And home improvement. Yes. Improving my home. Improving my six. No. Impossible. It doesn't work. You can't improve part six. <laughs> so what? what's that light 
what's that up in the window? Yeah. But I don't know. She looks up at it though, like she's curious as to why that light is on. Yeah, and we see and that it is one hundred percent Michael Myers right there. Oh yeah, that is not the guidance counselor. So she's trying That's, to blink him away. Yeah, she knows. Like, nah, it can't be him. I'm just, I'm hallucinating. And it is the guidance counselor. Yes. Which, now, I had always been led to believe that that he is, I'm not saying he is Michael Myers, but, like, in that scene, she thinks she's seeing Michael, but it's actually him. Mm-hmm. But, like, you see the fucking, I don't know, I guess it could go both ways, that it's all in her head. Or Michael was actually walking towards her, and then Michael saw him coming up from the side and ducked behind a bush. I, I always assumed it's in her head. Yeah. Because also when she's in town, she sees Michael's reflection right behind her in the window, and then she turns around, and it's him. Yeah. Maybe he is Michael. He is. But only in the mirror. But see, so that's why I say that maybe he was just ducking behind something, because then you see his silhouette in that area walking away. Right. It's possible, yeah. And then we have the girls up in their dorm, and they're watching Scream 2. Another uh, Dimension, um, right? Dimension and Miramax? I think so. Yeah. I know it's Dimension. I just don't know if it's Miramax as well. And the guidance counselor's having his nipples pierced. Yeah, it's a very unprofessional... I feel it's a not a very... Uh, I guess you could say professional, but like for a guidance counselor to talk to students that way, oh, I'm getting my nipple. Like, even a joke. Yeah, like, it, it is strange. I mean... Like, I don't know. I don't I, know how it works at a private school. Like, I, I've worked in a in a public high school, and you can't even look at kids the wrong way. <laughs> Yeah, like, you get to like, say like, oh away. no, I'm getting my nipples pierced. Like that becomes a <laughs> sexual harassment thing, real quick. Yeah, yeah, that again, that doesn't fly. This is 1998, so stuff was a little different in the 90s. Yeah, people weren't so fucking butthurt. Yeah. So here's Lori with her drinking problem again. Her hidden vodka under the pizza, straight into the glass, just vodka straight. Yum yum yum. <laughs> This is where we lost power last time. Yep. She's got a lot of lights on. Oh, yeah. Her house is complete. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, because she's afraid. Yeah. She thought that she saw Michael. She's drinking heavily, so, like, turn on all the fucking, every light that she has is and it's on. it's still so dim. And, and I like that. I like that she turns on every fucking light. Mm-hmm. You know, it shows that, that, like, I'm scared, but I'm not going to say I'm scared, but the things that you do show that you're scared. Right. Literally, every light in her apart- in her house is on. Yeah. He shows up with a pumpkin. <laughs> I found this. <laughs> <laughs> she just punches him in the face and slams the door. So, like, I don't know how this all worked. Did they buy all this food? Is it from the kitchen? It's it's the school lunches, they it's, say, later on. Okay, gotcha. Because I'm like, you're just stealing from the school. 
Yeah, they are. Uh, look at all those candles. Yeah. Gee, where do you even get all those? That's insane. Must have taken a fuck 20 minutes to light all those fucking candles. Yeah. So there, they're saying that they prepared the lunches from the Hillcrest menu. Oh, gotcha. Oh, and he's going to go get the corkscrew. Oh, boy. Ted? Ted? Where's the corkscrew, Ted? <laughs> Which it would have been. I, I wonder if... I, I wonder if that's a throwback to Friday the 13th. I know that Stephen, uh, Steve Miner didn't do part four, but he did do part two and three. And obviously, uh, what's-his-name's character gets killed looking for the corkscrew. Crispin Glover. Yes. What's his... Uh, what's his... Jimbo. J- yeah, that's it, Jimmy. Jimbo. The dead fuck. So now oh, she's telling... Yeah, that's it. She's telling guidance counselor what the she's deal saying, is. Yeah, I'm Laurie Strode. And he says, Strode? Okay. And he thinks she's just playing, like, sex games. Right. <laughs> She's like, I changed my name, went into hiding. He's like, oh, like witness protection? As he's like kissing on her tits. (laughs) Now, she just said uh, when her sister was 17. Correct. And that's not true because uh, if you look at the... uh, Tombstone, Judith's tombstone in the original. Yep. The years on it make her out to be 15 when she was killed. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yep. I wonder why, like, so, I, I don't know, I guess just people didn't pay attention. Yeah. Just like, how old is she? Uh, she's 17, and that's it. Never think to, like, just watch the movie. Yeah. So he knows all about this. Oh, yeah. She faked her death and became the head of a very... The headmistress of a posh, secluded private school in Northern Posh. Posh. <laughs> I don't like that because it's it's she, she kind of has like a little bit of a breakdown. Mm-hmm. Like as she's as she's talking about it, you can see that it like really, really bothers her mm-hmm. as as tough and as badass as Laurie Strode is, like you see this human element of her when she talks about it. It's just, it's crushing. Yep. And I really like that. You know, she's, she's not like, Oh, I'm ready for this motherfucker. Blah, blah, blah. Like she's not a badass. Right. She's a person who is absolutely terrified that it might happen again. Mm hmm. Is that a bird cage behind her? Looks like it, yeah. Right? 
Yeah, big bird cage. Big old bird cage. Big old bird cage. For big bird. <laughs> Birdie Lashley. <laughs> Bobby Birdie. mushes him in there. So now she starts to have a breakdown because she's yeah. like, like not oh that she God. has not that she has any reason to believe that Michael's here, but she looks at the seventeen card and yep starts she, panicking about John again. Yep, because he says he's like, well, how old were you when it happened? And she sees the card seventeen, like, oh my God, oh my God, this is the night he's been waiting for. This is why. This yeah. is why he was waiting for him to be 17, just like I was 17, just like our sister was 17. He's going to kill my son. Yep. She finds all of his camping equipment, and she knows he didn't go. I'm just going to go find John with my 38 special. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then she almost shoots Ronnie. <laughs> almost. Almost. So Ronnie now tells her that there's a strange car. And obviously Lori starts to panic. Yep. And the phones are down. Yep. So I'm going to look at some other uh, trivia here. Yeah, so the girlfriend's looking for Charlie. Yep. Let's see. No, I forgot. Is Charlie still alive? Yeah, yeah. Right there. <laughs> there he is. I don't think... Uh, I'm trying to think... Uh, don't they find Charlie's body in the dumbwaiter? Yeah. That's right. That's how yep. he's dead. According to Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers, uh, the writer, Daniel Ferens, who wrote an early draft of the film, there was originally a scene scripted and supposedly filmed where a student in Laurie's class does a report on a book called The Halloween Murders in an effort to tie all the movies together. This was dropped when it was decided the director wanted to ignore four through six, so as to concentrate more on Lori Strode. Oh. <laughs> when asked if they gave any thought to who John's father was, both Steve Miner and Jamie Lee Curtis said, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and there's so Michael. There's Michael. What's our timing at? Uh, we are at. Fifty-seven, fifty-nine. Okay, so here comes the CGI mask. All right, so we're all going to hit pause. So you're going to get ready to hit pause so you can see how stupid this fucking mask looks. It's awful. So he's it's reaching awful. down into the garbage disposal. And he keeps looking at the light switch as if somehow as if it's, it's magically going to turn on. Yeah. All right, and, and then he turns. And there's CGI. Oh, it's so hard to... There, there you go. Pause. So we're paused at 5827. Oh, God. Look how fucking awful that mask looks. <laughs> what the fuck? What the so actual they, fuck is going on? So he was wearing a, a, an actual mask, but they tried to touch it up. Well, he was. So 
So what they did is there's multiple masks that were used in this movie, but then they decided on one mask. So we're going to use this one. So then they had to do a bunch of reshots. Certain things didn't get reshot. This was one scene that didn't get reshot. So what they tried to do is add CGI to the, to the shot to make the obviously different mask the same as the, the mask in the rest of the movie. Except this just looks like he's Michael Myers, like a tranny. <laughs> he does. Like, sorry, I'm sure I offended somebody by fucking saying that. <laughs> but that's what it fucking looks like. It looks so fucking stupid. It's so awful. Because they, they tried to accentuate the cheekbones yeah, a lot. And it, it yeah. looks like there's makeup on him or something. Correct. Yeah, that's what it, I it thought. Looks I didn't terrible. know it was. Yeah, I didn't know it was CG. I thought it was like I thought they airbrushed the fucking mask or something. Yeah. So. Yeah, it looks awful. Right. But at least it's not pink with blonde hair. Correct. Which oh my god, what the fuck? God, I love how John Carpenter was so simple about it, and somehow nobody was able to do it again. Yeah, how can you fuck up, like, the mask? <laughs> yeah. Like, John Carpenter's like, just get that mask, spray paint it white. All right. And hollow out the eyes. Get rid of the sideburns. Perfect. <laughs> Done. Oh, no, it's falling apart because we've handled it too much? I don't fucking care. Just keep going. Yeah. It was great. It was fucking perfect. And then there's right. so many disasters with the masks later on. Like, oh my god, pink with it's, blonde hair, CGI mask, four different masks in the movie, the paper mache nose mask. Yeah, <laughs> awful. Oh. That, that that terrible part four mask. Oh god. All right, so we're gonna hit play fifty eight twenty seven now. Ugh, so terrible. So, he obviously is staring at Michael, um, and everybody knows what happens when you're face-to-face with Michael Myers. You vomit. kiss you. He's going to pick you up, and he's going to swaddle you like a baby. (laughs) That's what he does. It is what he does. To death. To death do you part. Till death do you fart. He squeezes you until you fart. (laughs) And that's it. Then he lets you go. Yep. He just wants to cleanse you. So she's going to the dumbwaiter, and there's Charlie. Yep. With his throat slit. Not even cleanly. Like... It's very choppy. It is, yeah. And Michael does a lot of that. Number one, look at the size of the knife. (laughs) Look at the size of the coveralls. The knife is huge. And the other thing that I've noticed in this movie, Michael does a lot of coming out from around the corners. Mm -hmm. And the way that he does that is like, he's like, his back is against the wall and he pivots on the one foot to come out. Yeah. Like it's a it's like a rotation. Yep.
Oh God, that's gonna hurt. Yep. So Michael crushes her leg in the dumb yep. waiter. Cuts the rope and crushes her leg in the dumb waiter, and she's wearing Doc Martens. <laughs> All right. So then, uh, Lori's son and his girlfriend hear the crash from the dumb waiter. And they're like, maybe we should go investigate. Naturally. So now she's got a stab thigh and a broken leg. She's trying and to crawl out. Michael comes up the stairs. Again, look at the size of the kitchen knife. And the coveralls. It's like the entire length of his thigh. Yeah. It's a big one. It's a big one. I fucking hate that. I hate ass. the eyes. Yeah, the <laughs> eyes. Ugh. Awful. It would have been so much more effective with the original mask and blacked yeah. out eyes. Yep. Yeah. I wish somebody would just like. Obviously, there's like those deep fakes. I wish somebody would deep fake the original Myers mask into all of the Halloween scenes. Yeah. All the other movies. Yep. I saw Trick or Treat Studios has the 2018 mask. Yes. Yep. All right. So they found a big pile of blood on the floor. And John says it's a sick joke. A big stack of blood. Yes. Stacks and stacks of blood. Yep. So they're following the blood trail. And they just think it's a prank, which, I mean, I don't know. They're not, it's not out of the realm of possibility. No, it's not. Now it is. Yep. So, so Myers has oh, there's the head tilt that people feel the need to put in everything. Yeah. Myers also was very decorative with that body. Yeah, hanging it up and like running the, the light through it. Yeah. Kind of weird. Yeah. Not a uh not a Michael Myers thing. No. Not a at least not a part one and two thing. No. It's more of a six thing. Yep. All right, so he's caught up with them, and they're fighting him. Yep. Meyer stabs John in the thigh, and Molly smashes Michael in the fucking face with a rock. Yep. And they're on the run. Man on the run. There's the other mask. Yep. <laughs> That's the blue alien mask. Yeah. Yeah, and in the trailer, in the trailer with this scene, they you can see the mat, the the that blue mask with the big eyes, mm-hmm. which is the one coming towards. But they reshot the the window scene. Yeah. And it's 
And that's it. So Myers just sticks the knife in. He's just swinging it around. Yep. Yeah, so they've got their backs to the door here, and he's <laughs> frantically trying to get through the gate. Yep. And then he realizes, let me just let me just fucking open it with the keys. <laughs> and Lori shows up with the guy. And Michael started. gets the door open. And he's there. And for some odd reason, Lori looks down to pull the gun out. Yeah. And Michael somehow disappears. Which, in reality, all he did was just duck down. Because <laughs> there's no yeah. way that you would have been able to disappear that quickly. No. Although he does disappear while Lori's looking at him out in the laundry in the 78 one. He does. He, he just, just disappears while she's looking at him. out of sight. <laughs> She's like, get in the closet. It worked for me 20 years ago. Try to live. What do we do? Try to live. Uh, I really don't like this part. <laughs> to me, th now, this Now, I was going to say, seems, what don't you like about it? It seems really realistic leading up to this point. And then she puts them in the closet and that line, like, what do we do now? Try to live. And they start, like, secret agent sneaking oh, right. around with the gun pointed out. Like, you'd right. think that you'd, you know, try to live. Like, how about we lock ourselves in the room, too? Yeah. And, you know, try and come up with a plan to get out of here. Like, we have a running car. Right, right. But instead, we're just gonna kind of like walk around these hallways, pointing the gun everywhere, and we're gonna we're gonna take the fight to Michael. Yeah, I don't like that. I feel like y you wouldn't do that. Oh, and there's so, a throwback to part two. Throwback to part two. So he's killing the guidance counselor. The guidance counselor shot LL Cool J in the head. The guidance counselor's vibrating. <laughs> yeah. As he dies. Lori doesn't try to help him. Again, the biggest kitchen knife ever. Yeah. It's it's cartoonish. What a what a cheap hollow door. I know. He just it, like stabs through the door. And she hits him with the fire extinguisher. And it like bounces off of his head. Yeah. Ugh, the fucking eyes. They show him too much. Yep. Like because this it's, scene right here. Yep, because it's a Michael Myers movie. Yeah, like, the, I don't like how they sh that he has his own shots. Yeah. There's that blue mask again. Yeah. God, I don't know. They, they, just, they just didn't... They left a lot of shit in here. Mm-hmm. So Michael coming after the, the Jimmy with yep. his cartoon kitchen knife.
And she hauls ass away. Until she gets to the gate and has to stop. (laughs) (laughs) And she stops right at the gate. Yes. So that's it. So now Lori makes the decision to send John and Molly out. And she's going to lock herself in with Michael. So now I really, this scene going off of what you said, this scene would have been a lot more impactful Mm -hmm. if it wasn't try to live. And then we like secret agent man through the hallways with a gun. Yeah. This would have been so much more impactful because it's Lori finally, finally deciding, deciding like I'm not running anymore. Yeah, it would have like been this, like gets the axe, like, and then she's just like, Michael, Michael, <laughs> Michael. Yeah, it, it would have been better if they hadn't done that earlier. Correct. Because obviously you already got Lori like, all right, I'm taking the fight to Michael. Yeah. It would have been better if she just ran and kind of not cried, but like panicked. Right. And like, all right, I'm going to get away. And then and right then at the last second it. at the gate, she decides she's not it's leaving. Like, yeah. No no more running. Mm-hmm. So she's got the fire axe now. Walking around one-handed with the fire axe. I understand that's for the scene, but who the fuck would do that? No. Yeah, gripping it so high, too. Yeah. Like, like what do you, you would have it pops two- out right now. Yeah, you would have it two-handed at all times. That way, God forbid he jumps, you swing. Yeah. This is my least favorite scene in the movie, I think. Myers lowers himself down from that pipe. How the fuck did she not see him dangling? I know. (laughs) And how was he up there? Yeah, so he was just, the whole time, he was just like, he was holding himself up on that pipe the whole time. Yeah. And then he lowers himself down with one hand. Yeah, that's an awful scene. I never liked that. Yep. Baggy coveralls, yeah. giant cartoon kitchen knife. You could fit way two too of many him in scenes. There. Yeah, way too many scenes of Michael. And then where did he go? Yep. So I, somehow Lori lost track of his feet. He was standing in front of her. Now he's on top of a table. looking down at the table. Sounds very psycho-ish, the the music. Yeah. It takes her a long time to crawl out from under that first table after she kicks those chairs. (laughs) There's like a good five seconds where he's staring at those chairs before you see her crawl out to the next table. <laughs> Something else like Myers, like there's a, again, that fucking, that blue mask. Yeah. <laughs> so many, I just don't get it. But like 
something that's so stupid is like Myers flipping the tables over. Like I know it's done for the movie because like yeah, it's a cool scene, but it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like, why would he do? He would just fucking walk towards her. Yeah. Now Lori hurling kitchen knives at Michael. Yeah, why he's not only just... like two feet away from her, and she's missing him. Yeah. She uh, she knees him in the groin. Knees him in the groin, and Michael stares right at her with his eyes. His big old eyes. Big old eyes. She comes double fisting the knives, and Michael goes over the balcony through a table. Oh, my God! If God is my witness, he is broken in half. <laughs> and I think she left the one knife stuck in him. Yeah, I think so. Or she was supposed to, because it's not in her hand anymore. Yeah. She kicks, kicks the door, the door open. open. That doesn't <laughs> fucking make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> certain things are interesting like this is a posh private school but like look at the shoddy craftsmanship on the wall yeah the place looks like it's ancient yeah and I understand if it's like well it's been here forever it was originally this it was originally that but like I wouldn't wouldn't it look a little nicer you would think so I would yeah so she gets down into the, the dining room or whatever that was, the bingo hall. Yeah. <laughs> and Myers is laying on the table. He's got the knife stuck in his chest. And Lori, grunting, pulls the knife out of him. She's going to go to stab him again. Naturally. And even though LL Cool J was shot in the head... He's alive. He's back. And he's My not going to let her. Back and he's better than ever. Yeah. He's not going to let her stab Myers again. Nope. Myers is still holding his knife. He didn't drop it in the fall. No. Nope. No, that became like the thing that he had to have a bit of a knife at all times. <laughs> So he's not even in an ambulance. He was shot in the head. They're like, yeah, here's some gauze. You're good. So that you could hear him say there that the bullet grazed him. Yeah. Which but somehow it knocked about him. That. Yeah. The bullet grazed him. Okay. And it knocked him out cold. And then there was that much blood everywhere, he's too. laying in a pool of blood. Yeah. So Lori now, pulls the gun from the police officer. And nobody tries to stop her. No, look at all the cops there. They're just standing around like, well, son of a bitch. Yeah, like she pulls a gun on the police officer. And they all just stand there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, nobody else pulls their gun out like, uh, you know, <laughs> ma'am. Get out of the car. Yeah. Nah, they're just like, well, okay. 
So, so she, she, has she now, steals the yeah, coroner's she van. Steals the coroner's van with Michael in the back. Michael, quote unquote. At least we, we we believe it's Michael. And and there's no reason for us not to believe that it's right. or to believe that it you know, to not think that it isn't Michael. Nothing. Like No. We're not given a reason to believe it's not Michael until the next movie. Yeah, correct. When they kind of edit in this clever little thing to show us that it really wasn't Michael. Yep, and that was like an 11th hour thing. Yeah. Because of the you can't kill him clause. Mm Mm-hmm. So Michael comes out of the body bag. And... He goes to attack Lori. And she ejects and him through the windshield. <laughs> very much like uh, part four. Yeah. Where he comes flying off the roof of the car. And once again, he gets up. Now that's not Michael. And so it's just I don't know. an ordinary man. <laughs> an ordinary paramedic. I have no idea how this ordinary paramedic has survived this. Right. Then 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 gets hit solid, I'd say at least 40 miles an hour. Yep. And, and then, then driven over a cliff. <laughs> like he's an average everyday paramedic. He's just a large boy, a very large backlin. Yeah. Slams into the tree. The van crushes him. I hate that movement too, right there. I know that weird, like shaky. I feel like you wouldn't be twitching; you'd get slammed, and you would just like your guts would explode. Yep, fatality. There'd be blood coming out of your eyes and your mouth, every yep. orifice you have. Yeah, you'd be smushed like a bug. Yes, and. Lori comes to her senses quickly enough. No broken bones. Nothing. Nope, I mean, she, nothing. She, she beat finds up, the axe. But, but yeah, she's, you know, somehow she finds the axe. She's fine. It's impressive. Yeah. To say the least. Yep. One might say a miracle. A miracle for that paramedic in the Michael Myers costume. Oh, my God. Yeah. Just Beyond a miracle. He is still functioning. Yeah. So he has been incapacitated by Michael Myers, however. He had his his larynx crushed. That's right. So that he couldn't speak. So he couldn't speak. Um, And this everything we're talking about is is from from the beginning of Resurrection. Yeah. So instead of he realizes that he has a mask on, but he doesn't take the mask off. He just—he doesn't realize how to take a mask off. He's never had one on before. So stupid. I hated this scene. Yeah. Because without the knowledge that it's the paramedic, you're like, what is Michael Myers doing? Yeah. Like, very non-Michael Myers. Right. Grabbing at his mask and his hair and trying to touch her hand and but since it's the paramedic it kind of makes sense that he's like help me 
But why wouldn't you just take the mask off? But his his eyes look so calm. Yeah. Do you think like there'd be some kind of pain in his eyes? Yeah. So Lori swings the axe, chops his head off in one blow. There's no blood anywhere. The 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 head rolls away with the mask still on it in perfect alignment for his eyes. Yep. Yeah, no blood. Nothing. If you hack somebody's head off with an axe, there'd be some blood. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, a speckle or splash here and there. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. Um, and uh, so we're going to pause. The, uh, this is the shortest of the Halloween movies, uh, clocking in at 82 minutes. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, it was uh, one of the... So, uh, last uh, last thoughts or whatever, Mike, you know, final thoughts? I, I like it better than... Uh, Six. Yeah. <laughs> I like it better than four, five, six, 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 six. I like it better than five and six. Um, I, I, I kind of enjoy four. Not, not with Michael being puffy, but I do enjoy the movie on the whole. Mm-hmm. Four is not bad. Yeah. Um, I definitely enjoy this more than five and six. Yeah. And Resurrection. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, this was the... This was the first one that I remember coming out um, from our childhood, obviously. Me too. I I, I was 10 when this came out. Yep. I remember seeing the trailers for it. Uh, I remember the first time I saw this, it was at a friend's sleepover party. may have been his birthday. And his mom's boyfriend's son was there, who was younger than us, and he wanted to watch it, so... We let him watch it with us, and he was terrified, and all we did was torment him all night that Michael's going to get him, and did you hear that? What was down the hallway? Michael's <laughs> going to kill your father. Oh, we were awful. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it was, it was, it was wonderful. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, I remember this, like I said, as a kid, and it was very haunting to me when I was younger. And watching it as, as I got older... Obviously, it's not so fucking haunting anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not bad. Uh, it's definitely better than the later Halloween movies. It's the best out of all of them. Yeah. Um, there are points where uh, it could have been better. I mm-hmm. feel they, like you had touched on, that they showed Michael way too much. Oh, yeah. Um, but that became a thing because people wanted to see Michael Myers. Mm -hmm. So, um, but I like, I like how Lori, you know, becomes strong. Yeah. You you can see it through the movie that she has a, she's having a very, very, very hard time. So very hard time. It's so hard. So (laughs) very hard. How did it get so hard? (laughs) 
<laughs> she has such a hard time dealing with what happened 20 years ago. And that mm-hmm. really comes across in her character. Yep. Um, from being overly protective of her son and she's got the drinking problem. And then when she talks about it, she starts to cry. It's, it's good. And then I, I like how she owns it. I'm like, all right, I'm done running. I'm done being afraid. Fuck it. It's, it's you or me. I'm, I'm not living like this anymore, so either I'm killing you or you're killing me, and at least then it's over. Yep. Yeah, I like it because it's it's very real compared yep. to the other ones. There's no magic. There's <laughs> no, uh, you know, Celtic curses. and. Are you telling me that Celtic curses aren't real, Michael? My God. <laughs> I, w- I won't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's... It's almost like it's possible. Yeah. You yep. know, this, this murderer who supposedly died long ago, but his body was never found, and he just reappears. Yep. We don't know it's, why. It's very believable, just mm-hmm. like the 78 one. Yeah. Like, and it, it yeah. brings back the, the mystery. Like, yeah. all, all of the, most of the Michael Myers movies the Halloween movies try to explain why Michael is the way he is. Right. Like four or five and six, you get the, the cult thing and the curse of thorn. Correct. Yeah. Trying to explain why he's evil. Right. And then in Rob zombies, it's because he came from a white trash family and he was an abused little boy. And yep. That's why he's bad. But the, it, it goes back to, this one goes back to the original where we don't really know what's going on with Michael. Like we don't know where he's been the past 20 years. We don't know why he showed up now. Yep. It's just kind of, it's just him and he's, it's just because, yeah, just because. Yeah. And I, and I like that. Like not everything needs to be explained away. Right. Like, because like you said, it becomes more real because sometimes that shit just happens where people just fucking snap and it's like, why'd you do it? And it's like, I don't know. I just really don't like Mondays. So I shot a school bus full of children. Yeah. Like, just like Michael Myers. Like, wait, what? That's your logic? Like, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes shit just fucking happens. Like, mm-hmm. But human that, beings have the the need to explain everything. Yeah. Everything has to be explained and categorized. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> you, you look at uh, how we look at animals. We put them in a species and a genus yep. and subspecies, all, all <laughs> this different stuff that they have to be categorized into. Like, it's just a fucking dog. Yeah. <laughs> but humans, if, not if a humans, dog. Not a, not a, I'm not talking about a dog, but <laughs> humans have this need to understand everything. Yep. And if we don't understand it, it's not real. Correct. That's usually the way humans think. If, yep. if, if I don't understand it, it doesn't exist. And that's how science is. If science can't explain it, then it's not real. Yep. Like science says that ghosts are not real. Right. But a lot of people believe that they are real and a lot of people have experienced them, but science says, well, we don't have proof. So it's not real. Yeah. We don't and know we, what we you think ex- it's, we don't know we what think you it's experienced. stupid. 
you know, we think it's stupid and childish. We're not going to go out and even look for proof. We're just going to say that it's not real. And at one point, science said that gorillas were not real. And science said that rhinoceroses were not real. <laughs> because people, you know, lone travelers would come back from Africa and say, holy shit, guess what I saw? And science would be like, no, no, no. Yeah. Nope, there's no. Not real. Yeah, we don't have any recordings of that here. It's like, well, that's because it only lives there. It's like, oh, you're talking about wild beasts in the jungle? Uh, yes. Yes, I am. No, right. That doesn't yeah, exist. No, tribal myth. Yeah. You know, that's a, people need to understand everything. And that's why when there's something like Michael Myers, where you don't know why he's doing it, you don't understand, it, it bothers people. Yeah. Like so many serial killers that we don't know why they did it. Right, yeah. They just and did people, it. people get obsessed with it, like the Zodiac. Yep. You think about the Zodiac. He didn't kill nearly as many people as Ted Bundy or John Wayne Gacy, John Wayne Gacy or the Green River Killer, Gary Ridgway. Mm-hmm. But uh, people are obsessed with the Zodiac because we don't know who he is. Because it's a great mystery. Yeah. Don't we know, don't who, know he was. who he is and we don't know why he did it. Right. Same thing with Jack the Ripper. Yep. Don't know who he was. Don't know why he did it. But people are obsessed with him. Yep. And that's because there's it's... Because you don't know. Right. The unknown fascinates people. Yeah. Which is what makes Michael Myers so great. Yep. Um, But then as soon as you start trying to explain everything, it's like, okay. It starts to lose its power. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because now you start understanding stuff. And once you understand things, you can fix it or figure out a way around it or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. It's the, the same thing with Jason and his hockey mask. Like the, yeah. the hockey mask isn't scary. Like the, there's nothing scary about a hockey mask. No. Like you, you go to a hockey game and you see the goalie wearing the mask, whether it's the old mask or the new masks that they wear. It's not scary. Right. Because you know, behind it, there's a guy who's playing hockey. Correct. But yeah. when you when you take that mask, that same mask, and you put it on Jason, it becomes scary because you don't know what's behind it. Correct. And that's what makes the, the mask so terrifying. Yep. Yeah, it's not the mask. It's it's not a scary mask. Yeah, if you saw it if you walked if you walked through the sporting goods section at Walmart and saw Matt, you wouldn't be like, Oh god, that's creepy. Yeah. You'd be like hockey mask. I mean, your brain might go to Friday the 13th, but you wouldn't right, be because afraid. It's You're not going to have nightmares. Yep. Yeah. Where, you know, you go to a Halloween store and there's intentional masks that are meant to be scary looking. Right. But, yeah, it's the it's what that mask has underneath it. It's like, oh, I don't know what, you know, what that is. Mm-hmm. Or why you're doing these things and what you can do to me. Right. And yeah. that, that happens... Uh, it's the same thing with showing Michael Myers so much Yeah, in, in the movie. He becomes less of a frightening figure yep. because you're, you're seeing him constantly. Yeah. So you're, you're able to, to the, uh, the original. You're to, yeah. You're able to process him. Right. You know, you're visualizing it. And then 
the other thing, especially in this one at least, they show him so much and you see eyes. Right, it makes him human. Yeah, so like you know, like, okay, you're a person. So it's it's a little less intimidating because you don't have that empty, soulless face. Right, right. In the original, you almost never see him. When yeah. you see him, it's either in the background or it's out of focus at some strange angle. Yeah. You can't really tell what you're looking at. And then he's gone. You never see his eyes. Yep. Yeah, you get him for like eight-second clips in the original. Yeah. Yeah, and usually, you know, at a distance. Right. Down at the end of the street, looking out from behind the bush. And you, you have just as bad a view of him as the characters do. Correct. Yep. I'm going to look this up. I want to see uh, if if they have, uh, like, the, the screen time. Oh, yeah. For all of them. Uh, let's see. Um, no, nothing at, nothing at, like, quick, quick search. Yeah. It would be interesting to see what, uh, uh, how much screen time he had starting at, you know, 78 all the way up to the 2018 one. Right, right. And see if it's like, oh, yeah, like, as, as the movies went on, you got more and more on screen of Michael Myers. Right, but, yep. Yeah, it's – and that's – that, that also plays into that fear of the unknown, like not knowing – why Michael did it, not knowing what's behind that mask, the empty eyes. It also plays in with just giving him less screen time because you see him less and it, it makes you anxious. Right. As long as you can give the illusion that he is always there and you never see him, it's, it makes you anxious. Right, exactly. And yeah, that's what the 78 did so great. And, and Nightmare on Elm Street did it in part one. Mm-hmm. So perfectly. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think Freddy Krueger's got like 12 minutes of on-screen time in that movie. Right, yeah. But throughout the whole movie, you feel like he's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Very well done. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. So, I mean, in closing on this one, it's not bad. It is definitely watchable, and it's definitely rewatchable. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I never get tired of watching this one. No. No, I mean I'm I might get tired if we watched it as many times as we just watched part six this year. Yeah, <laughs> I might be like, okay, enough. Um, which I'll never say to the '78 one. I could probably watch the '78 one once a week. Yeah, and, and yeah, be very I, I happy still watch it. it all the time. Yeah, it's great. It's timeless. Yep. Um, so that's uh that's Halloween H two O, ladies and gentlemen. Yep, that's uh, and we'll be heading on to Resurrection. Oh. God, that's going to be awful. I can't wait to just fucking swallow that pill so we can do the Rob Zombie ones. At least there's only one version of it. Thank God. That we have to watch. Oh, God. And then we get the Rob Zombie ones, which I really enjoyed. I know how you feel, and so does everybody else that has listened to the prior podcast episodes. (laughs) (laughs) 
But we'll, I enjoyed them. We'll talk about them when we when we of watch course. them. Of course. <laughs> yep, and we'll rip them apart as well. Obviously, yeah. I'm never I'm never biased because I like something. I'm a huge Friday the Thirteenth fan, the biggest, and I know damn well that they are terrible. <laughs> They're great, but like you watch, they them, are you're great. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, yeah. why are you doing this? <laughs> yeah, but that's that's what that's the thing with B horror movies. Yes. Yeah. They're great, but they're there's they're a lot so bad, to make fun of. Yeah, they're so bad they're good. Or or they're great movies, but they're fun to laugh at too. Oh yeah. Yep. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Halloween H two O um came out twenty two years ago. Wow. Wow. What a hole. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. These are the kids next week. Same horror time. Same.